Hello everyone and welcome to the Home Buyer Club podcast with me, your host, Joe Thompson. Today we have a special guest. We have Melanie Anderson from EXP. Nice to meet you. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Are you? I'm okay. Good. Thank you very much for joining me today. No problem. Today's going to be a breeze in comparison to yesterday. I was going to say, yeah. How was that? Did you, was it fun? Stressful? I wouldn't say fun. It's nerve wracking. Um, It's one of those things you just do it. Just get on with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For anyone who, who's listening, uh, Melanie was on Homes Under the Hammer yesterday. Yes, I think it was about my fourth or fifth episode now I've been on. Um, I sort of thought it would get easier the more you do it, but it doesn't. It's just as hard <laughs> and just as stressful, but done now. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I bet. I bet with this way, it's just one camera, I guess. It's just you and the camera where I can imagine there's quite a lot of different cameras. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you think you're going to be fine. You know, you're like, oh, I got this. I can, you know, talk about houses. It's what I do for a living. But as soon as all the lights and cameras and there's normally someone doing the interview and then the cameraman and you just can't form a sentence. And then I freak out. <laughs> And then it's like, try again, start again. And he's like, oh, it's fine. You know, no pressure. And I'm like, well, do you have like all day? Can I come back tomorrow? Like, <laughs> I'm surprised they keep bringing me back. <laughs> must be doing something right. Well, <laughs> I haven't seen many actually come out on the telly yet. So I'm like, am I going to regret doing this now? <laughs> Once they all start coming out, I'll be like, oh, God. Do they let you know when they come out? Yeah, they will tell you, but you don't get to see it before anybody else does. It's just like, this is when you're oh. on telly. <laughs> Great. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To start the podcast, I always do some quick fire questions just to get us warmed up. So are you ready for the quick fires? I'm ready. Brilliant. Beach or pool? Pool. Hot or cold? Hot. Apartment or house? House. Dog or cat? Dog. Red or white wine? White. Beer or cider? Cider. Tea or coffee? Coffee. E, good. Yeah. Easy peasy. <laughs> Easy. Flew through them. Yeah. Didn't even need to think about any of those. To be nice. Honest. It was like you've done it before or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for anyone listening, we did start this podcast on a different recording platform. and was having terrible trouble. So we've had to do a take two. <laughs> so that's why I said that. But thank you very much for coming on. Um, I have been looking at your Instagram for ages now, and I love the reels that you do. I think they're really inspiring. Oh, but can we just take it back right to the start uh, and just talk about your journey to being um, a self-employed, um, bespoke estate agent? Okay, where does it start? Um, well, I don't think anybody really just wakes up and just decides they want to be an estate agent, do they? Like, is it anybody's aspirations in life? I don't know. I sort of just fell into the role, um, like many, most likely. Um, tried a few things beforehand, just teaching assistant, nail technician. I don't know, I've done a few things. Um, I always dreamed about being a stay-at-home mum, but after three and a half years, I realised it's actually really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so a family member had put their house on the market and that estate agent was just completely swamped and needed help. And I was like, oh, well, I can do some viewings here and there. You know, it worked out well for me because they were evenings and weekends. So my husband was doing the nine to five kind of thing. Um, and then as as the kids got older, I just started taking on more responsibilities, sort of negotiating more offers, things like that. 
Um, and then, yeah, one day I just decided, hey, I might as well just throw myself into it and start valuing. So I did some training courses um, and worked my way up, really. Um, and then suddenly dawned on me that I was working all hours under the sun for somebody else. And I wasn't happy about it. So yeah, took a big leap and just decided to go off on my own. So it's been three years now and I haven't looked wow. back. Wow. So three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so three years, that would have been 2020. So 2020. very difficult time to jump into the industry. Yes. So I sort of had many hesitations thinking, is that the right time? But is it ever the right time? Um, so I remember starting off the business or when I first launched. So I was doing all my business cards and everything, social media, and I was homeschooling the kids and we couldn't actually go to appointments. <laughs> So I was just, it was, yeah, it was a fun time to start a business, um, but it worked well because as soon as sort of after the lockdowns and everything, house prices started to go bonkers and everyone was moving. So it ended up being really good in the end. Yeah. And I bet you learned a lot in that time period. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you love about your job then? There must have been something that you, you picked up from doing those viewings that you thought actually... I really enjoy this to, to make a, a career of it. Yeah, just really help. I, I really love helping other people, to be honest. Um, and I just, I don't know, I just found, saw this gap in the market when I, so I noticed that there was this huge preconceived mis misconception, oh gosh, if I can get my words out today, um, about estate agents. And I just wanted to show people that they're not all the same and we are actually here to help you and can be trustworthy. Yeah, oh, brilliant. That's great, that is. And and I've noticed as well the amount of followers that you have on Instagram. I think you're up to over 12,000 followers now. I am, yes. That's incredible. It happened very suddenly. Did it? Was, it? was it one post or a couple of posts that just made it? Was one reel. It was one reel. Um, so I've always had a couple thousand, you know. Um, but then I started to do some reels um, in my own house. We've done some renovations and things like that. So I did one reel with my downstairs toilet and it just went like it just blew up. Basically, it's had over two million views and like, wow. I don't even know, 60,000 likes or something like that. So it went, yeah, bonkers. And with that, I gained probably about 10,000 followers off that one reel. So <laughs> was that the hidden toilet? Yeah. Wow. I did watch that earlier, actually. actually I love that. That's brilliant. Yeah, so I feel like a bit of a fraud. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no, it works. So yeah, I just I've always done reels since well, for, since I started really. I think so. It's always been my niche. <laughs> yeah, and I do want to just touch on your reels because they are what are sort of the reason I started following you is because I saw your reels and I was like, oh, these are different. Yeah. Oh, I like these. Yeah. So. What, what, how did you come up with the idea to sort of go that way? Because a lot of estate agents will, will do reels and there'll be property tours, but your reels are a little bit more different. Yeah, definitely. So I've always known that video is one of the best ways to get the exposure online. You know, if you type out a post, even though if even if it's heartfelt post or whatever, you might have like 20 likes on it. Whereas if you record yourself saying this, you can have like thousands so <laughs> when I launched, I was like, yeah, I can do this, do some videos. Oh my gosh, like a hundred takes later, 
still not happy i'm like it was the most time consuming dreadful thing like the more takes you do the worse it got <laughs> that's like why can i not just record this stupid video like i just i don't know i hate the way i looked or the way i sounded or whatever so i actually thought i was taking a step back doing reels because i was like oh they're easier they're quick snippets you know you can put some font and emojis or whatever and it's not so much pressure on you um so i actually thought i was taking a step back but actually i sort of found my feet with it and yeah. i love doing them um and i found it was just a lot better you know you get a lot more exposure with it um, people don't want to watch 10 minute videos when you're scrolling on Facebook, you know, if they want to see the property tour, they'll go and look at the listing. Um, so, you know, when you're scrolling, you just want quick snippets. So I sort of try to mix it up. I will do some with houses, some with helpful tips, some that are just nonsense that just make me look stupid. <laughs> but they work and everybody loves them. You know, it's like when I go into evaluation and someone's like, oh, I've been following you on, on Instagram for ages. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> what have you seen? <laughs> but it does work. It does. So, yeah, yeah. I love it. I feel like I know uh, people go, oh, 12,000 followers, you know, they could be all over the UK. Obviously, you're in a specific area. But what I find is when people do search for you and they see that how many followers you've got and how many views, they actually think, oh, OK, this person's legit, you know. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, it is hard work. You know, I know it was the one successful reel, but it is actually, you know, it took a long time to build up even to a couple of thousand followers um but yeah I feel like the more people following it is I don't know I thought it was hard at first because who wants to follow an estate agent because they are boring which is what I found you know I googled all the estate <laughs> agents locally and they're boring <laughs> sorry it's just the way it is like so yeah that's why I sort of tried to set myself apart from it and just trying to do something a bit different and make it a bit more exciting. I also, because I was independent, I wanted people to sort of get to know me as well. Um, not just the houses I'm selling, but me as a person, because at the end of the day, I'm independent and you will deal with me from start to finish. So yeah, yeah. Well, you're the face of the business at the end of the day. Yeah, definitely. So whereas a, a high street um, estate agency, it's the the name, the colours, the the logo that people know, and but not the people who who work where it's exactly. differently. When you're independent, you are the face. Yeah, of the, of the brand. like lots of people sort of hide behind the brand. Um, so you know you can put out names, but I couldn't like picture anybody that works for these agents. You know, so it was quite a big thing for me to put my face out there, and everyone knows me. You know, I'll be getting in the taxi at the end of the night, and the taxi driver's like, "Oh, you're Melanie Anderson." I'm like, "Oh God." <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> sobered up really quick at that point. Yeah, let's sober up quickly. Like, do you have a house to sell? <laughs> the postman's like, can I have your autograph? You know, it's just funny. <laughs> you know, everybody knows me. So. That's good. No, it's good that they know you. It's good. Like a little mini celebrity in the area. That's good. Ish, ish. My kids are famous because I'm in magazines. You know, I do my little adverts in the yeah. local magazine, and they're like, "My mom's famous." Oh, bless. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not me, but we'll we'll go with that. <laughs> How did you find putting your face out there and doing your first reel? How did you find yeah, that? It was hard. Um, 
I actually go back and look at some of my first reels I did and they're just cringe. And part of me wants to delete them and part of me just leaves them there just because it was part of my journey. You know, not everybody starts off amazing. You've got to work at it. Um, But yeah, it was really hard putting my face out there because it's not just my business. This is where I live. You know, my kids go to school here. You know, we're all within the local village and whatever. And it's like you don't want (laughs) to... do anything bad or wrong because you are actually still living here so yeah well that's it isn't it you, when you said local I thought you were going to say local pub then that's why I sort of well spoke, I that like, too yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh that's brilliant how do you get into homes under the hammer then now you've done it four or five mm-hmm. times what how yeah, do they so approach you or? it was actually they rung me the first time because some another agent didn't want to do it and they said oh Melanie Anderson might so they rung me and I was like just filled with dread and anxiety and it was one of those things you just thought like you have to just do these things don't you like how often are you going to be called to be on telly so I was like yeah okay of course like let's do it so you know built myself up and did this whole recording and then it wasn't long after they rang me again it was like a month later I was really shocked. I was like, oh, right. Okay. Well, maybe I'm just really lucky getting called twice. Like, yeah, let's do it. So I did it. And then obviously every time you do the first um, visit at a property, you have to wait for them to modernize it and then they call you back. So I didn't really think this whole thing through, but now I all have (laughs) four. So I was like, right. Okay. And I thought, you know, it's good. Put it on social media. It's good exposure, whatnot. And then I realized, shit, I'm actually going to have to like share these videos that I don't even know what they're going to look like. <laughs> so, uh-huh. It's just like this most tragic thing. <laughs> it was fine in the end. I mean, some of them are a bit cringeworthy, but like, you know, it's fine. Um, and yeah, I just got on really well with the woman there. And now she brings me all the time. I can't get rid of her. She like just what's up to me. Like, do you fancy next Tuesday at this house? I've given loads away. I've given like two or three away because I'm like, I just, I'm either busy or it's really far or whatever. So I've let other agents go for it as well. Um, but yeah, the one yesterday was a local, well, quite local. It's about 15 minutes yeah. away. And I thought, oh, I haven't done one for a couple months. So might as well. So yeah. keep, keep you in there. Yeah. Keep I, me forgot, in there. I, totally, I totally forgot that you go back after. after so you value it first when it's like a wreck. They do it up and then you come back. I forgot that. Yeah, and and it's do, actually really hard. Like when you're in there in a really horrific property and you're just, it's hard to visualize. Like I'm pretty Doing good this. at it, but you never know. You don't know if they're going to do a double story extension. You don't know, like, what are they going to do? So you're sort of saying what they could achieve, not knowing. Like one of them, I was so far off. Like By the time I went back there, I was like, oh, actually, this isn't what I was expecting. And it's like 100 grand more kind of thing, you know. So yeah, it's quite nerve wracking. And I know the show is just sort of entertainment, but you don't want to go in getting it wrong, do you? (laughs) No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. I'm in now. And I don't know when I'll be called for the next ones, because some people flip them in like two months and others take three years. So like, I think I've got two or three pending still. So, but wow. as soon as you go back, then you're on telly within like a couple of weeks from that. So, I can't wait. I can't wait. Let us know when. Well, I'll see the reels when they come out. Advertise it. I can't wait. <laughs> well, I sort of stuffed myself yesterday. I don't know if you saw. Um, I was so excited because obviously I do these songs under the hammer and it's like posted on socials and whatnot. 
So I posted loads of pictures of me and the presenter. And within like 10 minutes, I had a call um, from the guy at Homes Under the Hammer. He's like, can you take it down? We haven't actually announced this new presenter yet. Oh, I was like, oh no, I didn't even realize. And I didn't take any pictures by myself. So now I just have to wait like two months or a month or whatever it is before they announce this new presenter on Homes Under the Hammer. Oh no. Like I spilled the beans. I didn't. Yeah, you, you released it. That's brilliant. I literally did. I was like, I'll delete it right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, you know, these houses, when they do, uh, when you do the, the tour and you go, you tell them how much, do they, is it a good time to kind of go, are you looking to sell? Do, do you want to come well, on? Well, I don't me? actually meet the owners because we're all, oh, we have different time slots. So the owner will go in and let, let the cameraman in. I think I, well, I'm the first one in and then the presenter comes and does his walkthrough and then the owner comes at the end for a little interview. So I don't actually meet right. them. However, I should just start leaving my business cards floating around the house, shouldn't I? It's a great idea. <laughs> You've given me you an should. idea. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you should um, definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you get your uh, business? How do you get leads? So when I first started, um, <laughs> I remember printing out like 5,000 leaflets. Okay. I was like, I was on one. I was like, yeah, this is what's going to happen. Um, me and my kids delivered some down a couple streets. They were very small at the time. So it took a very long time. <laughs> um, so I remember I was obviously my phone wasn't ringing at all at this stage. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to hand some out now. So the kids went to school. I went up and down. I live on a main road. So I went up and down. It's quite a decent size hill just literally down and then back up, I was sweating. I was like, this is actually really hard <laughs> to deliver all of these leaflets. And I'd only gotten rid of like 200, not even, like it wasn't wow. many. And I was like, oh gosh, I remember ringing my husband and I was like, what have I got myself into? Like I printed 5,000 and he's like, oh, get over yourself. <laughs> like, Get on with it, come on, like you're better than this. So I was like, right, okay. The next day I had a phone call and I was like, oh, see, yeah, it worked, it worked. And I purposely did a main road, obviously, so that when the board goes up, it's on a main road. Um, so I went over for a chat and he instructed me and put my board up and it was all exciting. And that sort of kept me going for a couple of days. And then off the back of that one board, I had four people ring me that were like, oh, I've just seen your board. I've been walking past it or whatever. You're new, like, do you wanna come and value my house? And I was like really blown away by the support. So off that, I think I had about three instructions and then it just snowballed. Like I didn't do anything else. So obviously I've kept up with social media, um, but I still have all my leaflets in my drawer and I don't even wanna hand them out now because I hate that headshot. <laughs> I want to get my new ones printed with a new, but then I probably won't hand them out. I don't do any advertising. So all my clients advertise, well, are my walking around advertisements. It's all referrals, wow. basically. It's all That's referrals. Fantastic. So every time I sell a house, I probably get at least two to three referrals from each property. So whether it's the buyer or the seller, I've had buyers say, my only regret is not using you to sell my house kind of thing. Um, so then I've actually had, yeah, loads of buyers who didn't use me um, to sell their house. They've referred me to their friends and family on the back end of it. So, yeah, it's all referrals at the moment. 
which was good. That is phenomenal, isn't it? That is such a yeah. because then you're not you're not spending money on advertising. No, I've no, I think I posted one one. post on Facebook, like when I first started, just like as an introductory post or something. Um, I used to sort of get into the community groups, but they can be quite savage, I found. So I just sort of keep to myself. I mean, I'm all about like a positive mindset and whatnot. I like working with people that actually want to work with me and that are, you know, uplifting. I've had some horrible clients over the years that have actually come back to me to try to use me again. And I've had to say no, because I'm like, I'm independent, you know, I don't, it's not worth the stress. I don't, if I don't have to take them on, I won't. So yeah. How do you deal with those conversations? Because I always find it's quite a tough conversation, isn't it? It is. Politely say. It is. <laughs> yeah, no, it is 100% tough. Um, all my friends sort of mock me that it's the Canadian in me that I can be a bit more brutal. <laughs> I think not that I like confrontation, but I just say it how it is. You know, we butted heads, and I don't think we work very well together. And you might be better suited with a different agent. You know, it's a long process. You know, to sell a house, the quickest time is going to be about three months. You know, and that's if you sell straight away. Some of my clients have dealt with me for a year and a half. They've had bad luck and sales falling through and this and that. So it's a long time to be working together. And it's just, well, it has been just me for two and a half years. I do have an assistant now, but mainly it's, you know, if you don't like me, then it, it's not going to work. <laughs> so, no, it's not working, is it? <laughs> no. So, yeah. But and lots of my clients sort of turn into friends as well, which is quite nice. So it is like, it is a close relationship, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's so good. And I would say referrals are the the best, the best form of uh, leads. And when you get that message saying, uh, such and such has recommended you to, to help me sell my yeah. house, it's like, yes! And oh, I've had one client in particular, well, husband and wife, they've recommended me to so many people. And every time I go into a house, they're like, their name dropped and I'm like I just can't believe it like so I've actually sent them flowers and chocolates and things just to say thank yeah. you because it yeah it does really help definitely I'm all about the reviews as well so everybody will sort of go on and leave me a review after we've completed so that helps um so yeah I can't say I don't advertise at all obviously I'm on social media and I you know share my testimonials and things like that but in the main I don't really spend much money um yeah so do you actively ask for referrals and, and testimonials? I don't ask for referrals. They just come, but I 100% ask for a testimonial. So, but yeah. only at the point of completion, because I don't want anybody leaving me a review just because I've agreed an offer and then it all goes to shit. So yeah. I've, at, as soon as we complete, that's an email that I always send to my buyers and sellers. Just say, yeah. you know, great that we've completed. Would you mind leaving me a review? It's quite really straightforward. And most of them do. So not all That's of them, good. but lots of them, yeah. Well, a review, like everyone looks at reviews nowadays, don't they? Everyone oh, looks at reviews and, and that. So to, yeah. to have that, um, it adds credibility, doesn't it? To yeah, the amount of people I've gone in to value a house. And I'm like, oh, where'd you, how'd you hear about me? If it's not a referral, they've literally just typed in estate agents on Google. And they were like, oh, well, you had a lot of positive reviews. So I thought we'd call you out. So I'm like, fair. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> so what advice would you have for anyone who potentially watching this going, I want to I want to leave uh, an employed role and go self-employed and be on my own? What advice would you have for them? My biggest advice is just do it. I think everybody sort of hesitates and 
you know, the imposter syndrome comes and it's like, I don't know, I just feel like you just need to go and do it. Like I hesitated for a long time sort of thinking, well, what if I fail and this and that? Well, what if I fail? Then you go and do something else, you know? But for me, um, it is it is hard, definitely. You know, I've worked very hard over the years, but it's 100% worth it. And my only regret is that I didn't do it sooner. So you just kind of got to go back in. <laughs> very common how, how do you deal with being uh, on your own sort of working on your own it's, so it's a, tough, a tough life isn't it it is yeah so I d- did it for two and a half years completely on my own so everything from the photos the floor plans viewings negotiations post sales literally to the key handover it was just me um but I did enjoy it because I'm a bit of a control freak um I'm one of those where nobody can do it better than me type thing <laughs> And I'm happy to admit that. My husband will also agree with me on that. (laughs) But it got to the stage where I either had to start turning down business because I was so busy or I needed help. Um, And I didn't have much faith in hiring anybody because, of course, I'm the best, obviously. (laughs) But Becky just randomly came into my life and I was like oh well you know we'll have coffee have a chat about it but I have no expectations um so we went for coffee and yeah we got on really really well I was like can't believe that I was like I actually like her (laughs) and I think she's gonna do great so yeah I gave her well I sent her a job offer letter within the same day I think and yeah it was really exciting when she accepted so it's not just me now she does help with viewings and admin and things like that but in the grand scheme of things, it is still a lonely job. You know, I work from home and, but I try to hook up, hook in with, um, so I'm with EXP. So we do a lot of sort of the road shows every year and the Christmas parties and we're on workplace. So you can chat and ask questions if anybody's stuck. Um, you do follow each other. So you build a bit of relationship that way as well. So yeah, yeah I'm all right. I quite enjoy it, to be honest. Yeah. Never recluse yeah. anyway, so. Yeah, well, that works. <laughs> I find myself working at home talking to the dogs a lot. <laughs> Definitely. I know. I've had to sort of stop a little bit because I'm like, oh, I forget Becky's here sometimes. And I'm like chatting to the dog. Like, yeah, it won't be long now. It's just one valuation. <laughs> like, oh, this isn't normal. <laughs> I, I watched, it's funny, I watched Castaway about a month ago. Um, and I do, I do feel like I, I could very much be like Wilson, like, Wilson, <laughs> an inanimate object, just chatting away to it, but it's the dogs. They're looking at me like, what are you on about? Can you hear her snoring, by the way? Because she's, oh, she's stopped. It's no, no. I'm like, you're Good just going to have a subtle snore in the background of this whole part. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough life. Oh. It is. It's a hard life. Poor dogs. <laughs> oh dear. Well, uh, that is brilliant. Thank you very much for for coming on the podcast today. It's been great having you on. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you on Homes Under the Hammer. So please let us know when, when that happens. Fingers um, crossed. It's not too cringe, but yeah. <laughs> it is what it is now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thank you very much, and I'll speak to you soon. No worries. Thank you.